Hey, 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 what's up, guys? Uh, you're sitting back here with me, Jimmy Nips, who is half of your podcast host, with the other half, my wife, Victoria, right here. Uh, say hi, Tori. Oh, hi. Hey, everybody. You guys are tuned in to the Silent K podcast. And uh, holy crap, guys, we are back home in Kentucky. We have had We're a. We're back in Kentucky. My home's in New York. Well, my home is Kentucky, but my home is wherever you are. Oh. And you'd prefer that home to be with your family in New York, I know. I, I did. I had one hell of a week there, and uh, I wasn't, I was feeling like a little homesick the whole, over a year I lived here, and I was like, meh, it's just New York. And then I, like, visited home, and now I'm, like, really homesick, so. I mean, it was, it was a nice time. It was like, the it was best fun. trip. Like, honestly, okay, anybody in my family or who knows my family... Uh, that really could have gone either way. True. Uh, it could have gone really well, which it did. It's great. Or it could have gone, like, really badly. Everyone knows that. But it didn't. It was awesome. It was. It was really fun. Got to see everybody. We saw your dad, like, every day. We uh, saw Justin all the time. You see was, Justin a bunch. Great. Marge and Raven. You finally got uh, to meet Raven, your niece. Guys, Raven's so great. <laughs> My, I... I, like I want to play. Merch too. I like. That. I just want to play Jackbox constantly. I Jackbox think. is the best. <clears throat> Jackbox is super fun. I should find some people who already have it with some access to Twitch and then just play that forever. Like we should do a Silent K game night somehow through Twitch. Like we could. I can figure it out. We could put a Jackbox up and everybody could play with us. Sure. I mean, there are certain things we can play. I know play. what everything you just said means. I can make it so that we have fun with people who are listening to us. Okay. Sounds great. Possibly. You know what else sounds great? Uh, what's that? That Not was that bird. gross. That Not was that. Gross. Um, I was going to say our good news sounds great. Our good news. The good news. Well. Guys, do we have a story for you? Oh, yeah. So. So, let's start with the best news. Well, no, not the best news. Some good news. July 1st. My dad turned 60. Happy birthday, dad. He made it. Good luck, Chuck. Good luck, Chuck. Anyway, so that's cool, right? So that was kind of the reason we made our trip when we did, because my dad was going to have a really big birthday party, which is cool, because, like, I remember my grandmother's 60th birthday party, and now my dad is 60 because he's old. Is that, like, a thing with your family? They do 60th birthday parties? I don't know. My dad had a 40th, too. I think that, you know, every 20 years or so, you deserve a birthday party. I don't want one. Ever. Like, I don't... I don't... My birthday's coming up next month, and I don't want anyone to know that, just... Despite me saying that, I don't need anyone to I know, and I don't want to do anything. Everyone, and just... we will do all the things with by yourself. I will be busy. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. So, uh, basically, you know, we went to see my family from July first through July seventh, and then we started our trip back to Kentucky. But so party right three to seven, and we're like, okay, we'll go to this party. So we go to the party. Turns out my dad has like. A hundred freaking friends. Maybe more. Probably more. I don't even like that many people. Mm -mm. Anyway, he's got all these people there, right? So, huge party. It's a karaoke party. My dad and, um, I don't, don't want to spill the beans. So, my dad loves karaoke, right? It's correct. It's correct. So, it's a karaoke party. And it's awesome. So, party gets started. We're sitting there. And my dad goes to give a thank you speech to everyone for coming, right? 
Here it comes. No, no, see, I thought this was when the party started. I looked at the timestamp on my phone. This was at like 3.48. It was like 48 minutes into it. Okay, whatever. 48 minutes in. felt like we just got there, though. It did, because all the, like, hellos and whatnot. Anyway, 48 minutes into the party. Here we are, sitting there. My dad gets on the mic. And what's he say? He says... Sorry, I'm, like, really excited about this. (laughs) My dad says... Hey, thank you all for coming. We said no gifts this year, and we meant that. We don't need anything. But but Donna and I, his fiance, Donna and I have a gift for each other. Welcome to the wedding. Mic drop. Mic drop. He didn't drop the mic. It's like a two hundred dollar mic. Yeah, no, but he, he should that mic. have because mic drop. Welcome to the wedding. We're all like, holy shit, right? And he's like. They're like, oh, Donna and Chuck's kids, come up. You're a part of this. And we're like, what? And they called up like a justice of the peace and like who just like, immediately came up and was like, bam, wedding. whipping out his wedding book. His like, wedding book, man. Like it was cool. And then halfway through the ceremony in Donna and Chuck fashion, what do they do, Jim? I know what they did. What'd they do? It was a karaoke party. It was a karaoke wedding. They sang to each other and it was super sweet. And then, and then he kissed the bride and now... Now Donna's my real family. Aww. Well, I mean, she was your family. Before. I mean, like legally. Okay, legally is a yeah. That's a that's a weird thing to think it's about. It's a weird thing, yeah. Family and legal. She's been in my life for like ten years, but now like, I just made air quotes legally. Um, anyway, like she's congratulations she's... to them because that is like the best yeah. news. And how great is it that they like made sure that we could be at their wedding. Like, that's so great. That was pretty amazing. You know what's some good news slash immediate bad news? Uh, they bought us some really nice cast iron pans, and we forgot to bring them home with us because we sure of who did, we are as people. We suck. But it's, they're going to babysit those pans for us for a while. Those are not, those are probably pretty expensive to ship because they V Because they're cast iron? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's very heavy to be ship heavy. the cast iron. But we'll get them someday. We will get them, and, uh,. Uh, I'm excited to get them. We can make cornbread and all kinds of other things out of them. Cornbread. Anything you can do in a cast iron pan. I want to bake things in them. I want to bake some cornbread. That's what I want to do. Okay. I mean, we could do that. That's fine. You know what else we could do? What? We could get it on and do the show. Did we have more good news? I don't have any more good news. I thought we had more good news. I don't. I mean, we we went to New York. We had fun. We came back. Tell our listeners about the murder hotel. I mean, you have to now. I don't. We could just say that and not say another word, and then we both get text messages like, "What the fuck is the murder hotel?" I don't. I don't know that we need to tell them about the murder hotel. I don't know that it's as interesting as it sounds by calling it a murder hotel. Yeah, you're right. Let's go to question one. All right, moving on to the show. Uh, this is question one, and this one's a doozy. This one's gonna take me a minute to read. All right, I'm gonna text because I don't care. Actually, you know what? I'm you, kidding. This, this reminds me of uh, if you guys listened to the Silent Eik podcast that we did last week, uh, where we we did the the collaboration show with our good friends there in New York, the Everyone I Know podcast. Uh, we we answer we did a topic in the vein of their show. They answered some questions like ours. If you guys haven't listened to them, give them a try. 
Uh, see if you can talk to them, do I'm whatever kidding. you want. Talk to them. If you're in, you know, the Albany, New York area, and they you're listening, give out free beer. They give free beer. You just gotta listen to the episode, put in the hashtag of the week on their Instagram, and you get a free beer at the Madison Poorhouse. Like, free beer. Guys. I'm giving out ads they for, gave, for they them. They gave me a free beer when I was there. That's true. They gave me a free glass of water, but that was what I requested. They probably would have given you beer. They would have. I'm sure they, they would have. They would have offered me. They probably would have given you a beer. But no, those guys, like, they, yeah. they want listener engagement. And since our show is completely built on listener engagement, go talk to those guys. Say hi. Let them know. We're talking to you. Hashtag YGK. Hashtag YGK. They want to hear from you. Hashtag Stephen Lewis. Hashtag. I don't, I don't know. I didn't really make up the hashtag for Steve. Um, In my phone, he's Esteban Luis. I know he is. Um, how about hashtag Steve? No, no, no. No, it's not as good. Hashtag Steve is like the first hashtag ever created, and people are like, this is boring. Let's make hashtags fun. Okay. Anyway, going anyway, back to the show. Question so, one. No, no, no. This reminded me of the first oh, okay, question sorry. asked. Uh, Might be. On the Silent K, EI, Silent EIK podcast, where it was very long. This one's very long, but it's actually completely serious and submitted by a fan. So, oh, you know what? I, I want to bring something else up to you guys. We, LOL, JK, no Q1. We're, we'll get there. I just, <laughs> I, I need to mention, I make a lot of jokes saying, oh, both our fans. Uh, I know that we have more than two people. I'm just being very self-deprecating, but I don't want to make our fan base feel underappreciated because we Because we, we like cherish- all six of you. We we like you all, how <laughs> however innumerable you are. So, I I do just want to say that just in case anyone ever does get offended, which normally I don't care about offending people, but I'm trying to build a fan base and an audience on this, and that might be alienating them. I don't know. They don't care. They like us. They do like us. <laughs> Crack open that Stella. Uh, we I know that we have more than two fans. I like all number of you. But I just wanted to say that, it's just just in case people thought, like, does he really not know we listen to the show? Do you know what? Let's make a poll on Twitter. And the poll is going to be, do you listen to us? And then we'll have a head count. I'm going to make a poll that says, <laughs> is your name Travis? Yes or no? And then I can see all the people named Travis who take that poll, assuming they correctly answered the thing. That's the internet, probably not. That's true. And the only Travis I can think of who engages with us is always very negative, but he still follows the Twitter account, so good for him. Anyway, moving on. Question one. Question number one. I recently had two kids spend the night with my two kids who are nine and six years old, which is normally fine, but these two kids were super disrespectful. Uh, One boy told my son that he wouldn't be his friend anymore unless he gave him his Venom action figure. So after explaining to this boy uh, that it's not nice to say you won't be somebody's friend unless they get you something, his response was, well, I have plenty of friends. At that point, I was done with that kid. The following morning, my wife and I were making pancakes for all the kids. I got everybody milk and straws for their beverage. You know, like a nice parent would do. That's, that's a good I thing. I hate straws. They're very wasteful. I love them. Uh, the little boy yelled out, I don't need a straw. Get it out of my cup. Is that how little boys sound? That's how little shit boys sound. Okay, continue. Uh, I immediately went into catch me outside mode. And I said, if you don't want it, then take it out. And then I left the kitchen and I went outside to cool down because this kid had already gotten all over my damn nerves first thing in the morning by being super disrespectful. And then that was not only to me, but to my son. So usually I'll go outside to calm down. I'll put my earphones in and ride one of the kid's scooters around. What a great way to cope. That's nice. 
It's just blowing off steam out there. It's it's good. Good plan, man. Good I for hope you. I hope he puts on the Silent K podcast to blow off some steam. Heck yes. Continue. But that little boy uh, that had already disrespected me came out and demanded for me to get off the scooter so he could ride it. I pretty much threw down some truth on him, and I told him that everything in the house is mine, and he's not to touch any of it, and to leave me alone. And I went outside to get away from him. <laughs> what would you guys have done in that situation? Um. I, I see. For me, I, I the way that I would handle it is probably pretty similar. If I'm going outside, you and the kid follows really me mad. outside. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna tell him like, dude, but I get out of here. Whoever sent this question also, like. That sort of patience isn't just for that kid. He probably shares a similar type of patience with his kid, but his kids understand that. Yeah. And so they probably don't test those boundaries because, you know, they're his kids. So, I mean, I think I'm that's... I'm sure they, they've already felt out right. the boundary lines. I mean, he wasn't, like, rude to the kid. He just took a break, which I think is the right thing to do. Sure. Um, But, I don't know. I mean... I would treat it a little bit differently because just how I am with my kids, um, I mean, I don't, I was never good with kids until I had kids of my own. It's kind of opened up my mind a little bit to it. And I mean, this person's kids are older than mine. I mean, we do have a six-year-old, but we have younger kids. Yeah. Um, and just kind of the way that I've learned to handle things with other people's kids is just to kind of explain to them like, hey... In my house, we have different rules, and we should respect them. Uh, maybe you do dif things differently at your house, but here you need to follow our rules, and we don't talk to people that way. Um, because, I would say, who have we talked to like that? But we don't. I mean, I've had have to. Over? When when you go places, like sometimes you have to parent other people's kids. Yeah, you, like, you, you do with like the play places in the mall, right. things like that. I mean, and because I mean, I don't typically. I think kids need some time to figure stuff out for themselves. But I have had to step in before, um, and I just find that I, I talk to kids like they're adults. I, I don't talk down to them. I don't think that they are incapable of understanding um, how to not be a shitty person. So for me, and I mean, even like with my own kids, like with Prue, if she's being shitty about something, I'm going to be like, hey, listen, this is why what you're doing is shitty. I'll probably say it without cussing. You, you wouldn't swear at her. No. But, uh, I mean, I would explain that to her and be like, hey, let's change that behavior. Now, if some other kid is in my house, uh, we haven't had any sleepovers yet. Uh, if they were being shitty, I would probably go a similar route. Like, hey, this is why you're being crappy. I mean, we did have a situation, like, with Prue. She was, like, getting bullied a little bit in the beginning of the school year. There was some kid that she became friends with. And then that friend wasn't being nice to her. Like, one day she came home upset because this kid was like, I don't like the color pink you're wearing. We're not friends. And, like, didn't talk to her all day. And Prue was really crushed. Yeah. And, um, I mean, she's had friends say, I'm not going to be your friend if you do this or that or whatever. And what I've always told her to do is to be like, fine, don't be my friend. I don't need to be treated that way because chances are that kid's going to come back around and be like, well, I want to be your friend. So, basically, I think that the right thing to do in this situation is to talk, not really deal with that shitty kid, but to talk to your own kid about standing up for themselves and how to handle that. And then, I mean, I think that you did the right thing, kind of like, hey, I'm out here cooling down and I don't need you to talk to me that way. I came so, out here to get away from you. 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, don't be mean to the kid. I don't think you need to be mean to the kid. No, and no, no and, was. And he. I know sometimes it is so hard <laughs> to have patience with children, especially those ages. They could be heads. so. It's it's it could be so gritting, like just to deal with it. But they're kids, and they're learning how to navigate their own emotions. And you know, I mean, especially if it was like a little six-year-old, like. I mean, sleepovers can be hard. He might have just been overwhelmed or overtired. So I think you did the right thing by, like, leaving to cope with it. But, like, maybe don't do the whole catch me outside thing because they're just kids. I mean, he, he went into catch me outside mode. He didn't say he said, hey, catch me outside. How about that? He didn't. I haven't heard that in a long time, and I was fine with not hearing <laughs> never it. Never hearing it again. Um. No, I mean, I don't think that anything he did was outwardsly wrong. I'm just saying, like, how I would have handled it would probably be with a lot more patience. But that's who I am. You probably would have handled it with way less patience. Possibly. Um, Because that's who you are. I don't know. <laughs> some, some, somebody else's kids I would probably be a little bit more patient with than my own kids. Who... I think that sounds really bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's because my kids, I can yell at them. And tell them, hey, if you're not listening, you're going to go to timeout. You got one chance. If I tell you to do something and you don't do it, you're you going can, to timeout. Okay, out. I'm sorry, though. If someone leaves their kid in your care, you can totally put them in timeout. You can't spank someone else's kid. I mean, I don't spank my own kids. But, oh, baby. And that's why they act the way they do. Uh, I just poked the baby in the face when I was trying to get her to latch, and that's what just happened. So I need somebody to call saying. CPS on her right now. <laughs> she is being a terrible mom. No, she's fine. Like, I didn't even hurt her. I just, she was like half asleep and I accidentally poked her in the face and it mm-hmm. freaked her out. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. That's what all the bad moms say. Oh, whatever. Um, I don't remember what I was saying. You were saying you were going to punt that little kid and put him in timeout. Well, I wasn't going to punt anybody, but no, I mean, if somebody leaves their kid in your care, like, obviously, like, I don't even spank my own kids, so you can't discipline them that way. But if someone, if a kid is being shitty in your care and their parents aren't there, I think you're totally allowed to put them in timeout. Now, the the little boy you were babysitting back when, before we had this bundle of joy, you put him in timeout a couple of times for not listening, right? Absolutely. And then I told his parents why. I wasn't like I was putting him in timeout for no reason. Yeah. Uh, I'd put him in timeout, and then I would discuss with his parents and say, hey, he was good 99% of the day, but we had this one moment, and I just wanted you to know if he talks about it. That's why I put him in timeout. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you just have to communicate with the parents. If he was really being that crappy to you, probably talk to his parents and let them know, like, hey, I don't know if this is out of the ordinary, or maybe he's just, like, overtired, or this was out of his comfort zone to do this sleepover, but he was being bad. I would talk to their parents. Yeah, no harm in that. Or you could punt him, alternatively. Probably don't punt him. Probably not. So yeah, so I, I think I think our, our question submitter handled it well, and I think you probably would have handled it probably a little bit more uh, on the liberal snowflake side, but you're yep. good. I like snow. You're good. Question two. Question number two. I'll, uh, you I'll read this, this one. one? All right, are you ready for this? All right, this one is not as long of a question as the last one. But this one might be a little deeper. Got some stuff going on. All right, are you ready for this? Let's hear it. My boyfriend has more friends than I do, and I'm okay with that. My issue is that I hate making friends, and he keeps saying that his friends will become my friends, 
I even keep dodging hanging out with all of them because I'd rather be at home watching Netflix. Same. One night, I got a little upset and told him that I wanted to be his only friend, that I'm the only one he needs. He agreed, but still said that he's going to hang out with his friends. How do I get through to him that I'm not comfortable with new people? Or do I just need to bite the bullet and hang out with the group? Wow, there's a, there's a lot going on in this one. I agree. There's a lot packed into here. I agree. Uh, I think it actually, there's kind of two questions in there. There's... I think the first question that we need to address would probably be, should you meet your significant other's friends? I think that's the first subject in this question. Yeah, you, second you, you subject, can be uncomfortable with new people, and you can also hang out with new people. It's, it's Yeah, I mean, I don't think that you need Yeah, because this does say, how do I get okay. through to him that I'm not comfortable with new people, which is a, which is a separate question, but or do other, I just bite the bullet? I you can do the both. The other question that we'll address after is that idea of you can't have any other friends than me. I think that's a separate subject that we should talk about because I know we've both had some like past relationships where that's kind of been a problem. Yeah. Um, but first, like, let's just do the real question that's here. The whole, how do I <clears throat> deal with this? Um, I think that it's okay to not be comfortable with new people. I'm super like socially anxious and I'm like really awkward and I've had problems with new people. I have problems with old people. Um, yeah, well, not, like not baby old, boomers, I know. Not old-aged people, but Millennial. I mean, I just have trouble, like, spending time with people. I don't like to leave the house, but um, I think that if your significant other is like, hey, I want you to meet these people, we'll have fun, like, bite the bullet. You know, you probably I, I will have fun. You, you know, I totally get your apprehensions, and I think that's completely fair, but I think you're kind of like missing out on something yourself and maybe consider your boyfriend's feelings because he might feel like you don't like his friends or like that you're just not interested. And I don't think that there's anything that could hurt by hanging out with them. You can always leave. True. You can always never hang out with them again, but maybe you wouldn't have such an issue with him hanging out with his friends if you knew who they were. Yeah. The worst case scenario, you do hang out with them, you get to know them, you don't like them, and then you don't hang out anymore. Yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, because I think everybody listening to this knows, I grew up in New York, lived there my whole life, and I moved to Kentucky for you and with you and your family and friends. And now, you know, you have all these friends and they have become my friends. And that was... I mean, it's been awkward for me in the beginning because sometimes sometimes it's kind of overwhelming feeling like, well, well, they're your friends. But once you pass that barrier and spend time with people, they do become your friends. Yeah. And, I mean, it's there's there's no harm in having more people on your side. No. And that's, that's the biting the bullet question. Answer, rather. The how do I like, get through to absolutely. him that I'm not comfortable with new people? Tell him that you're not comfortable. That's fine. Communication is great. Tell him that you're not comfortable and then also bite the bullet and do it. Like, there's no harm. The worst thing that could happen is you don't like them and you don't hang out with them again. Exactly. Um, and I mean, well, I'm, there's more that we don't know. Has he met your friends? Because if he's met your friends, I feel like, you know, you kind of have a give and take in relationships. Yeah. See, if, if he's met your friends and has made nice with them, like, I feel like you should probably do the same for him. That's yeah. really nice. I met your friend. You met my friends. It was nice. Wow. Tell me I'm wow. wrong. I have at least three friends. 
Mm-hmm. 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 But no, it's... <laughs> I think that you you should meet people if you don't if you really really don't want to communicate that's always the best thing you can do now but if you do communicate that and your boyfriend isn't happy with your answer i think you need to be prepared for that too because i don't think he would be wrong in feeling like bummed out about that yeah because these are his friends like, you're his you girlfriend have your feelings like, and that's awesome and they're valid and he has his feelings and they matter too actually i'm saying uh you're his girlfriend i'm assuming a gender here that, that's I, true I, I could be wrong you could be wrong this could be two men it could be i don't know there's no name listed on the google doc on this that's so true. if i if i said girlfriend and, and offended anyone i'm really liberal coming back from new yeah, york for some a, reason you're a feminist <laughs> I turned you, boy. <laughs> okay. Back to reality here. We are... No, I'm, I'm all for things. Uh, but, no, I, I think that... I, I think you have a lot to say, too, on the whole, you don't need any friend but me because of your last relationship. Yeah, my previous relationship. So, any other relationship I've ever been in, I've been allowed to have friends and... I've had friends, it's and like, she's had friends. I mean, I think friends. that shows that you've been, like, in an abusive relationship that you're saying allowed to. Exactly. Yeah. Well, my last relationship prior to Victoria here, uh, again, can't go an episode without mentioning this hateful wench. <laughs> but, <laughs> hateful wench? But, no, she was, she was very much, it, she wanted to be in control of every aspect of of my life whether it was my facebook friends or even letting me have a facebook at first like she was so controlling and angry that that i i had deleted a facebook and then i brought it back and then she didn't want to ever have to see or think about me having a past or knowing anyone before her and since i was in new york away from any family or friends or anything else at the time it, you know, it was easy because it was just like, hey, I'm here. I'm kind of trapped in a room. I, it's not like I can drive down the road and hang out with a friend or, or do anything. And she didn't. But that she cutting didn't... contact kind of like hurts. Too. Yeah. No, it's it sucks. It's terrible I mean, his, because like she, family, I had friends that yeah. she wouldn't let me talk to anymore because they she didn't like this person or what they said about one thing or what they thought. So she was pretty much like, you, I'm really the only thing you need. I'm the best thing you have. And it was very awful. Yeah, and I awful. think, you know, I'm not saying that this person is abusive by saying these things. No, no. But I'm I saying do, my ex was. No, uh, I mean, your ex was. She I'm tried. Saying, like, she, I am too strong of a willed, too yeah. strong-willed of a person to be, like, broken down by things or like I that. Mean, but but it was way, really annoying. In a way, you were because you did give in to those things because I secretly still talk to everyone. I, I just right. hid it from her. I know, but it's sad that you had to do that. Oh, yeah. It right? was really stupid. But I guess, like, what I want to say is, like, whoever this person is who asked the question, I don't think that you're abusive like his ex was. But I do think maybe you need to kind of like reevaluate that thought process because I'm sure that you don't want to give up your friends and I'm sure he would never ask you to. And that like, I get feeling like, hey, I'm your only friend. That's all the person you need. And like, he's the only person you need romantically perhaps. Sure. Um, I'll, I'll go with that. Monogamy yeah. is a good thing. Monogamy is great for a lot of people, but... Doesn't work for everybody. Trying to box him in 
I mean, again, just like Jimmy was saying, like he was just doing it behind her back. So I think that yeah, I was just doing giving it anyway. someone rules makes people more secretive. I wasn't and supposed to get pictures of boobs from other girls, but I still did that too. You're welcome. Anyway. <laughs> wow. Uh, no, um, as I was saying, you may not realize that that is like kind of like this closed-minded thing in that, but that's... Oh, hi. Eleanor agrees. Uh, I, I don't think that's a good basis for a relationship with good communication. I think that it would be a good idea to actually talk and communicate about this and why you might be feeling that way. I mean, maybe you've been in a bad relationship where you were neglected or whatever, and that's why you have this. But what you need to know is that it's good to have people outside of your relationship. Yeah. It's good for you. It's good for him. It's, it's just good. I mean, you need more than one people. You can't, even in a monogamous relationship, you can't expect one person to fulfill all of your needs. True. You can't do it. I mean, sometimes I feel bad because I don't have a lot of, like, in-person friends here in Kentucky. And so I feel like I put a lot of pressure on Jimmy to be my person when it's like, you know, there's some things he's just not going to understand that I'm feeling. So That's true. And I talk to you an hour a week when we do our podcast. He so does. One whole hour, guys. It's great. But, no, again, I just, I think that this, this, this question kind of like speaks to me because, as you know, I've had like some abusive, terrible relationships in the past. And for me... More than one? I know. It's shocking. But... <laughs> I think that this is like a really important topic. Like maybe one of the most important things we've talked about, like real things. True. Because those feelings that you're having, I think are more your issue than his issue. And I'm not saying that you have to work through that issue alone, but I do think you need to recognize that like you not wanting him to have other friends I think that's something that you need to work on because that's going to be hard for you and him. And I think that's going to put a tension on your relationship that doesn't need to be there. That's true. Um, and I think I don't think this person realizes that as they're asking the question that they're they're giving us this information and then asking these other questions. But it's like, why is that person? Why do you think? Right. That you're I mean, the we're only missing one? so much information because yeah, it was like this sort of question. But I do think that like. Perhaps you have some like past trauma from another relationship or whatever that's carried over and made you feel this way. But I don't think that your boyfriend wanting to spend time with his friends is a problem. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, if he was like, hey, I'm going to pick you up for this date and then doesn't because he's with his friends, that's a problem. Yeah, if he's blowing you off to play Fortnite and stuff every single night right. and, and, and neglecting that's you and totally not giving you a attention. Problem. And that could be the scenario. An but too. again, like we're missing information here. So, like, if that's a problem, then you need to communicate that. But if he's just like, hey, I have this time dedicated to you, and I also have this time dedicated to my friends, I think that's normal and healthy. And I think if you don't want to hang out with him, that's totally fine. But if you do want to hang out with him, you'll get more time with him, too. Exactly. You get to split it up there, and it's, it's, and it's fun. You can have fun. I like spending time with Tori. I like spending time with Justin. When we all spend time together, like all the kids playing and us that was amazing that was, that was great awesome. fun that was a lot of fun and i think you can have a lot of fun one-on-one -on -one with people and i mean we mm -hmm. do most of the time why because... do you think we have three kids oh geez but that's i mean for us most of the time it's just you and i and that's totally fun 
But when we get to hang out with another couple or whatever. More have, adult contact is always fun. It's so much fun. I mean, especially if you're just one-on-one -on -one with your significant other all the time, you're going to run out of stuff to do and talk about. That's just that's just the truth. And then you're going to be forced to have people on the internet give you topics to talk about. And then you're going to record it for <laughs> six people to listen to. At least six people. At least. At least. Yeah, communication is key. That's I feel like we say that a lot, but communication is definitely key when it comes We're to good really communicators anything. here. I am. I communicate. I he, communicate to the he, masses. He stares off into the distance. Yeah, because I'm thinking about things like dogs wearing comically oversized cowboy hats oh that sounds adorable it is right so yeah i'd say communicate um maybe maybe take a look inside yourself there and see why you think that you need to be the only friend especially if you have other friends yeah thanks callers thank you caller number two all I right moving on question question number question three, three. I am a new parent, and I have a lot of family members giving me well-meaning, full advice. How much do you let the people or family around you influence you with your newborns or influence your older kids? I fucking don't. She does not. She, I don't. She, she barely even lets people hold the kids. I let people hold the kids if I know you. I won't let, like, people... I don't care if you're blood-related. If we don't know each other, you're not touching my kid. Sorry. That's true. Blood don't make you family. Yeah. Ain't that the truth. But... Um, no, I mean, I really don't. I have some pretty firm beliefs on how to raise my children, and I've done a lot of research into child psychology. And so the she's right an expert. I'm not an expert. I'm not giving people advice on how to raise their kids. I'm giving people advice on how to not listen to other people's advice, which is just like buy them a passive aggressive onesie that says my mom doesn't need your advice. Um, <laughs> but honestly, I mean, stick to your guns. Don't let people get to you because I. Every parent hears it. I mean, I've heard people tell me that I need to spank my kids or whatever. Like, my kid already has a biting and hitting problem. Hitting her back is not going to help. Um, but will it hurt? Yes, it's it's physical violence. It will hurt. Hmm. Um, but I, I mean, I am super picky about my kid's diet. I am super picky about discipline, um, about the things we value in education, and I'm not willing to budge. And I think that there is no harm at all in telling someone, thanks, but no thanks. Especially I see with the older generation, that's what I've always gotten, like my parents' generation, like, oh, well, when you guys were kids, or I mean, like, you know, when, when my kids were kids, it wasn't, you know, we survived, they survived. Like, okay, I get that nobody was in a car seat in 1978 and you all lived, but that seems pretty anecdotal. And they've done a lot of research into why car seats are important. And yes, my six-year-old is in a five-point harness, but she's only like 44 pounds and that's where she's safest. So fuck you. <laughs> wow. Sorry. I'm not sorry. You got a little wordy with that one. I did. Um, because you just, obscene. I mean, you hear it a lot, all the time you do, because people just feel like they should get a say in how you handle your kids. Like, if you want to parent some kids, have some of your own, or have more. Otherwise, did we have sex? Are you the father of my child? Yes. No? Well, you are. I'm, I'm talking to, um, oh, a metaphorical. Yeah, not metaphorical, a hypothetical person. Uh, no, you didn't. 
You're not the father. Back off. I don't care. You don't even care when I, who is the father, who did have <laughs> sex with you. Like, you don't even care when I try to tell you what to do with the kids. You're like, no, they won't learn that way. Well. Do this. I'm a better parent. Clearly, based on all you got to say there, Dr. Spock. Like, I, <laughs> like, you, where's your book? Where's your book? Where'd you write it, Dr. Victoria? I don't know. I'm, everybody has specific ways they want to raise their kids. Like, if somebody does spank their kid, I'm not going to tell them not to because I'm not giving them advice. If I want advice, I will ask for it. And I have asked for it. And then once I get it, I usually don't take it. And I do my own thing anyway. Why did you ask for advice then? Because sometimes parenting is hard and you want advice. And if you want advice, ask for advice. But expect a lot of bullshit answers. Here's what you do. You ask somebody who you don't trust. And then you do the opposite of what they say. That sounds stupid. That was how I got to be a really good store manager at GameStop. I looked at everything that my previous store manager did who trained me. And I did the opposite of what she did. And I was a store manager for eight years. And she got fired six months after I left. Huh. Anyway. No, don't take advice from people if you didn't ask for it. I wasn't I wasn't taking advice. I'm not talking about you and your GameStop. I'm talking about this person who has a new kid. And being a new parent is overwhelming without people giving you advice you didn't ask for. That's true. It's, it's so hard. And I mean, there's so much information. Like, is breastfeeding really best? Am I going to injure my child if I give them formula? Like, no, you're not. Just feed your kid. It's fine. Should I feed my three-month-old a popsicle? Like, do what you want to do as long as you have your kid's best interest at heart. And if anybody says anything to you, like, tell them that you don't care. I think the only time that I would ever give unwarranted advice, and it's not even advice. Like, if I see somebody forward face a child under one year old, I'm not even, like, giving them advice. I'm telling them, like, they're going to get a ticket for that. Because yeah, that's the law, isn't that's it? That's illegal, and it's super dangerous. And, like, some people don't know that, you know? Didn't we just see someone giving a one-month-old a popsicle somewhere? Somewhere. Where someone, was that? Someone told us about it. Wasn't that New York? Someone in New York told us about someone they knew. There's, like, some through the grapevine story there. Yeah. But... Again, we might have our opinions on what you do with your kids. Everybody has opinions on everything. But you will never hear us giving unwarranted advice. Except for this show. Except well, this show is warranted. I mean, it's warranted. They're, they're asking questions. Yeah. They're dropping it in there. We're, yeah. we're, we're, I mean, you know, when we were in New York with Justin and Marge and Raven, I, like, told them stuff that I did. And I wasn't like, you need to do it this way. I was like, hey, this might help. And it might not. You don't want to do it? I don't care. I'm just telling you what I did because I love your baby. And I love you guys, and if I can help you or make it easier, I want to. But I'm not like, let me shove this down your throat. I might say a lot of words when I'm just telling you something I did, but that's me, and I always say a lot of words. Yeah, I know. That's why why I'm good on a podcast. Are you good, though? No. Moving on. (laughs) No, I, I, I agree, though. Like, it's, if you... Don't be afraid to stand your ground. You're a parent. Yeah, so we don't we don't really take a whole lot of advice. There's some things we might, but for the most part, she stands her ground and makes people mad by I being do. who she is. I do. I make people mad because I'm not willing to pander to their wants for my children. That's true. You know who you are, and you don't listen to this. So bitches. I don't know that they know who they are. I don't <laughs> think they know that. I don't think they know who you are. I think you're so right. So we'd be talking shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> no one is going to understand any of the last 10 no. seconds except for Scarlet. Yep. So Scarlet, <laughs> Scarlet might, she, what Scarlet's going to do, she's going to hear that. She's going to come over to my cubicle and she's going to make this face. <laughs> I'm not going to tell anybody what that face is because I don't want to put that in her head. But I know but she's going to walk over to my too. cubicle and be like. I can I can see the face now. I'm going to try and take a picture of it when she comes to do it. And then I'll, maybe I'll tweet it out. Maybe I'll send it just to you. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah. That is what is up with question three. Question four. Moving along. There's a guy at my work and he likes a girl and he is coming on way too strong. Way too strong. Should I tell him to ease up or should I let him crash and burn? Well, Quick follow-up here. I did talk to you. I asked some follow-up questions. Such as, do you like this guy? And would it be funny to see him fail? Okay, honestly, it's always funny to see anybody fail in right, a comical but manner. So the the answer was that this kid is like 17 and that Perfect he doesn't hate first heartbreak him, age. But there you he's go. like, he's invested in this now. And I get that, like... The kid's invested in it? No, no, the person who asked the question is like invested in this little romance. Oh, so he's watching he's, it unfold. Right, and, he's watching it happen. It's like and, you don't want to see it fail yet. You want right. to see it go at least so another wants, month before yeah, it fails. He wants to see it pan out. And so my advice is probably be like, hey, maybe you're being creepy. You could be. You could be like, hey, hey, ease up, buddy. There's a, don't, uh, don't be so creepy. I have given people very ill-advised advice before just to watch them fail. Yeah, uh, I Because mean, I am a terrible person. If you're but... not close with this person and you're really just, like, doing this to be interested, if that's why you're even asking, If you're like, doing it for the lulls. Do whatever you want that's going to be entertaining. Yeah, or conversely, if you do like the kid... And you think that maybe they have a shot. He's 17. This relationship's not going to last. That's true. But uh, if you want to see him be happy for a while. That's mostly accurate. The person who asked this has been with his wife since they were teenagers. So That's not typical, though. You, like, three of your friends are high school sweethearts. Yeah, but they're all a thruple. They're all in one relationship. (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) He has three different couple friends that are all high school sweethearts. That's true. I can think of uh, at least three of them right now. Right. That's why I said three like four times now. Stop saying numbers. I don't like this. Okay, let's move on. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I, it's, but again, it's not typical. Maybe it is for Kentucky. I don't know. But it isn't typical. Like, you, not everybody is going to be, you know, whoever their, their high school crush is or when they're 17, the girl he's macking on. It's not always going to happen. So, but but I say you know promote it, push the uh, push the wings of love and spread them wide and shoot Cupid's arrow, and and just go to town. That, that would be great. That would be so great. Or um, conversely, tell him to like say some weird like vaguely pimping like shit. Some and, Serrano uh, send bullshit. It some what? Oh, that's like a play from like a long time ago where this guy has this big. Dog. I love Serrano peppers. No, different. It's like a play, and the guy's really ugly, but he's in love with this girl, but he's a poet. Oh. And so he uses the attractive guy. No, and like tells... no, 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 no. I get it. You pronounced it wrong. What? It's Cyrano de Bergerac. I said Cyrano. You I said, said Serrano, like the pepper. Yeah, I say things weird, though. You used the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. I did use the wrong emphasis. I was like, Serrano, like the pepper? No. You did the thing where maybe you read the word a million times and never heard it out loud. No, you know what? We read, we read the play in French in high school, 
And with that pronunciation, it was Cyrano. <laughs> you didn't see, you guys didn't see that weird hand thing I just did when I used my French accent. <laughs> Flourished in French. <laughs> Je suis le grand musique. I can speak French. Du soir. Je suis la jeune fille. Thank you, so Muzzy. We, we went on like a long tangent the other night about Muzzy. So <laughs> go watch those commercials. Go guys. pull those up on go YouTube. The classic Muzzy tapes. And they can teach you French. And I can still, I, forever, I've been able to picture it in my head. And for a long time, I had no idea what I was saying. But the only thing in French I knew how to say was, Je suis la jeune fille. And it, I was just saying it phonetically, much like Justin Bieber singing Despacito. 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 That's how Prue sings it. That's true. That is how she sings it. <laughs> and also me. And also you. Take that baby out of here. So, now that she's walking away with the baby, Jimmy Nips has free reign of the show. All right, ladies, call in. Let me tell you a little something. What are you going to tell them? I don't know. I'm going to tell them about how I'm going to go to bed shortly. Uh, you know what? Actually, I'm going to tell them is to follow the Silent K-Pod at Twitter and Instagram. Do that. I'm going to tell them that. We're on the Silent K-Pod on Facebook, too. We are. Facebook.com slash the Silent K-Pod. Uh, YouTube, you can search for the Silent K-Pod. Uh, if you're listening to this, share the episode, do whatever you want. Share hey, us, if anybody wants to rate and review us on, on Apple or leaves any really funny comments, uh, leaves I'll a leave good review, I'll read them online. I'll read them new, on there. We will make a new sounder just for reviews. Yeah, good reviews. We'll, if you leave a, a nice review on Apple Podcasts, uh, or YouTube. Or any of the other things. If, any place that you can. I, I have more visibility to Apple just because I am an iPhone fanboy. Uh, leave a review on there. I'll read it. I'll read it on the show. Yes. Um, what else we got going on here? Oh, uh, you know, I tweeted out again that uh, we were recording. And if you wanted to uh, be name dropped to let us know. No one tweeted us back. But we did get a couple likes from, from on that Chris tweet. over at the EIK fellas. Yeah. See, you know so how funny. you only liked our tweet and you didn't respond? Mm -hmm. That's the, the same heat you're getting on your show. So maybe if you tweeted more. I think, I, mean, I don't, maybe, I mean, maybe he's got like, plenty. I think he's, he's got like, got like five troll accounts, so. Yeah. But no, we got to uh, start begging for attention like we do. Oh, yeah, that's all we do. We beg for attention. We're, we are merciless whores. And uh, see, that's the scam that's, you got to run. Wow. You, you got to run the that's scam of, intense. hey, I need this from you. And, and just let the people know that you're nothing without them because we are truly nothing without you guys asking questions. Because I honestly am too lazy to make up my own questions. And my life is too uninteresting to and have any of these thoughts pop into my head. So we, thank all of you for writing it. If we could write our own questions and have advice for them, then we wouldn't have our own problems. That's true. What are, our, what, what are the problems we're facing? Our family is very poor. Yeah, life insurance... Bills, Steve's, Mostly. Roberts, yeah, all of them. We don't really have a lot of problems. Honestly. A lot of male first names. You know, our problem is uh, family drama. Family. But that's not even like a problem because we don't care. No, it's not a problem. It doesn't bother <laughs> me because my family is stupid as hell. Uh, so if you not got... you, Scarlett, we like you. 
Yeah, the good the good side of the family is not stupid. But if you guys are having family problems, relationship oh, problems, ask love us problems, for your family problems, we'll totally give you advice. Yeah, we'll do we'll do advice on that. Sports. Who do you want to bet on? You want you want fantasy football suggestions? I don't know. I'll make shit up. Fantasy football. If you don't know is what it is, dragons? sounds really cool, is right? There dragons. That sounds great. In 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 our fantasy football, there would be. But yeah, go ahead, check that out. Again, check out the silent, or yeah, the silent EIK episode. I've posted it on our own YouTube channel. Uh, you can also find it on the Everyone I Know podcast channels. Uh, give it a listen. It was fun. It was great doing it. I can't wait to actually do it again uh, in the future. I, if we could what do a remote, poll? we could last, do it. Last episode we did. Our we never went over it. Our last poll was. On Twitter. It was on Twitter. You know what we should do? We Put should do poll a poll about. As I pick this up, uh, wow, we've got a couple of a couple of tweets here. People liking it. New York State music, they liked it. Uh, Scarlett, Marissa Taylor, Piss Crowers, all of them liked it. So it was good. Piss Crowers is a great guy. Truly. <laughs> uh, no, the last poll. Let's see. We oh, our very last poll we asked was if we should record an episode, and we put that up last night after we got in from driving for 18 freaking hours. Uh, the answer, the overwhelming majority said, no, stop podcasting. Thanks, guys. So th- Scarlett said she accidentally voted that, and I voted it on purpose. So, but there's that. The Have you subscribed to the EIK, fellas? Uh, on that one, again, the, the options were already done or doing it now. No, I'm a big dumb, or abolish ice. The winner of that was abolish ice. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> so that was the answer to that poll. What's this week's poll going to be? Oh, here's a here's a. The, this week's poll is: Do you I, listen to our podcast? No, I That's mean we, it, we we're going to do, do that one. I was going to do the one about the shaving we're and ask people two. that question. We're going to do two polls. We'll do Number that. Number one poll: Do you listen to us? That's one poll. We just want a head count, guys. Yeah. Number two poll. Do you think that shaving makes the hair grow back blacker and thicker? And if you do, uh, I would like to argue to your face and tell you why you're stupid and wrong. Because that's the truth. So wow. anyway, okay. I'm too angry to go to bed, but we're still going to put this bitch to bed right now. I'm going to go to bed. So let's go on. Let's get the baby to bed. Let's go. Bye. Bye. Bye.